You're listening to Resident Advisors Exchange, where we meet the creators shaping the electronic music landscape. I'm Martha. Thank you for being with us. It is a very special edition of the podcast this week. We're going to get into a very juicy critics roundtable. Myself and two real, actual, wonderful journalists will be sharing our musical finds from 2021 so far. So let me introduce you to who you'll be hearing from today. We have Jasmine Kent-Smith. Hello. Hi. And Marcus Barnes. Hi. Hello. So let's get to know the two of you slightly better before we dive into selection. So Jasmine, hi. Hi. This will be our listeners' first time hearing you on the podcast. Yeah. Um, you have written. Well, let me just let me just give you a little intro before we <laughs> chat. So everyone, Jasmine has written for all your favourite music publications. Jasmine is formerly the bass and club music editor at Mixmag, currently staff writer for Crack. And some of my like favourite, favourite, favourite bits of Jasmine's work include her Kalela cover story, um, her Dina Abdelwahid interview and her amazing rewind review of Sticky and Kalila Rock's Things We Do. So the RA readers will be familiar with your reviews and your writing, Jasmine. Um, perhaps you could talk us through something that you've done recently that um, our listeners may know you from. Yeah, for sure. I mean, speaking of the rewind features, that's kind of something I dived into kind of late last year, I guess. I mean, I only started writing for RA maybe in the summertime, but I was kind of focusing more on like new stuff towards the beginning. So the rewind was kind of a nice opportunity to dive into, I guess, records past. Um, yeah, you mentioned the sticky one and I did one on Sneaks. Um, I can't even think it's off my head. Um, what was it called again? Oh yeah, it feels so good, which is actually 20 this year. So that's kind of mad. Um, so yeah, I managed to like speak about my dad, speak about trance, speak about pop. So it was kind of a fun personal one for me and something that I really enjoyed doing. So I hope you liked it. And what was your kind of process with approaching that? Like, did you have to do a bit of research to get ready for writing it? Well, I mean, I'd been kind of asked kind of a couple of months prior if rewinds are something I kind of wanted to dive into. And of course they were because it's nice to kind of look back at something and offer fresh perspective or kind of just another opinion, especially for stuff that kind of came out way before I was around or not around. I'm not that young, but like before I was clubbing. Um, so, yeah, I tried to reach out to her. Unfortunately, I could not get her kind of actual involvement. But luckily she had loads of like bios and past interviews and stuff online to kind of dive into. Obviously, the track has loads of versions as well. And it was quite fun, like going onto Amazon, looking at all the reviews from people being like, yes, I listened to this in my kitchen or like, yes, this one takes me back to like 1999 or something. So that was fun. <laughs> so cool. It's actually so interesting to hear like what it's like to be a like a writer, to be honest. I don't know. <laughs> I've sort of joined RA and, and never actually written a single thing ever. Um, so I'm looking forward to grilling the two of you today and hearing more about that. I can't say I have much um, expertise, but... <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. I'm very much looking forward to hearing about what you've been listening to this year so far. Um, Marcus joins us as well today. So Marcus, you are becoming a bit of a regular on the exchange, which I love. So our listeners already know your voice. Before we hear about your recent interviews, let's share just a glimpse of your wonderful career. Um, so Marcus is a journalist, sometimes DJ, mentor, author of real actual books such as Around the World in 80 Raves and Around the World in 80 Record Stores and Marcus regularly writes for The Guardian, Mixmag, DJ Mag and RA's readers will have taken in your writing for our 
re-record feature which is celebrating 120 black artists in electronic music and of course your recent exchange interviews with DJS and also Mark Radford. Um, Let's hear about a piece of your recent writing that our listeners may have read and connect up your voice that way. Yes, yeah, so I've, I wrote a couple of the, well, quite a few of the blurbs for the re-record series. I don't have any favourites, but one that I'm particularly proud of and was actually quite sort of um, strong in my advocation for was Teddy Douglas from Baltimore. Um, I think he's a, an extremely kind of overlooked, um, important character in the sort of house music's history and and in um, the contemporary scene as well. He's... Um, He's done loads of like amazing stuff throughout his career. He's been around since like the mid 80s and he's connected to lots and lots of the house music greats, Louis Vega, Barbara Tucker and people like that. And he's still he's still at it. I think he took a bit of time out, um, took a break from it for a while. But he's worked at like major, major label level for quite for quite some time as well. He did a lot of remixes of like, you know, he did Michael Jackson and people like that. So, you know, he's like his his body of work and his the the length of time that he's been around i thought he really deserved to to be mentioned and initially um i think he was left off so i sort of like followed up and went he needs to be on there and i really want him to be on there and he ended up on there and i'm i'm really pleased that he's on there i've met him uh, when i went to baltimore i met him and interviewed him and went to one of his parties which is actually one of the best parties i've been to in the last few years it was like real it felt like real um roots of house kind of like uh you know proper on the floor there was a guy in the crowd that actually had an actual cowbell that was like playing a cowbell and like yeah it was it was a really good party so yeah i'm really proud of that and i'm, I'm proud of all the work that i've done for ra so far it's been um it's been a great experience mm, well we'd love to hear from you um all right, so now that you've gotten to know our team a little bit better, let's dive into hearing what everyone's been listening to in 2021 so far. Jasmine, perhaps we'll start with you. Um, sure. Please, could you share with us a release that's come out this year that you are really into? Yeah, of course. I mean, I picked a single. I mean, there's loads and loads of music that's been released already this year that's just like really caught my attention. But this was a new single, kind of a collaboration between Kosha and Shy Girl called Lap Dance from Asia. Um, did you want me to dive into it or kind of please do yeah sure I mean so I basically my backstory of her is I met her in Manchester a couple of years ago I was there to write a Miramasa cover feature and I think I think they're still going out but they were going out at the time anyway and she was also performing on the bill um, so I got to see her kind of in artist mode and also like behind the scenes mode so that was nice and then she's kind of been releasing bits for a while she had another alias like a few years ago as well so she's been around for some time but she seems to be really gaining traction recently like this song was played on Marianne Hobbs' show and stuff. So yeah, and it's just obviously the two of them work really well together. Their voices kind of like meld in such a way where they're really harmonious, but at the same time, you can kind of still get really strong individual elements from the two of them. And like the mood's really, I don't, I don't know, it was really, really good. And yeah, her voice is kind of like elastic in the, that's probably not like a real metaphor, but like it kind of contorts and like shapeshifts to whatever like mood she's in or whatever mood she wants to put out and like, um yeah I just I really like her voice and I really engage with the song so good um yeah I actually love this one and I love the two of them together mm. um 
Did they make a video for this? I don't even know. Yes, I was going to say the video is really cool as well. And I think the actual song is based on a real experience. So that's quite fun. Um, but yeah, the video is really sick. Oh, yeah. I think I did read about it. It was like Kosha's partner get bought her a lap dance for her birthday or something. Something like that. I heard her kind of explaining it on the radio. And I was like, I mean, sometimes it's nice when people completely make up like fantasy worlds for their music. But at the same time, it's nice sometimes when there's a natural story behind it, too. Mm, yeah it's quite cool knowing that and then listening again to the to the release and just mm. being like and also we love shy girl as well her videos are incredible too yeah exactly so i mean it's like a fusion of two really like minds and they kind of come together and make this like even stronger singular artist it's really cool Please tell us about something that you've been listening to in this year so far. So this actually just dropped into my inbox and it's um, Factor's album called Blush uh, on his Wisdom Teeth label. And, um, you know, the, the, the thing is, and uh, DJs have this too, and I'm sure a lot of record collectors have this, you can skip through an album or like an EP or even a single and like instantly you're like, yes, this this is a bit of me. And this is what happened with with um, with Factors. So I've I've had it on repeat actually, in between back to back interviews today. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to it as much as I can because it it really it got me straight away. And um, apparently it was um, it was produced in in quite a short space of time, and you, you wouldn't be able to tell. I mean, perhaps you would because often you know some of the greatest pieces of work are created in a very short space of time because they're just they just come out and they're just done and it's like this you know this point of inspiration and they channel whatever they channel from from wherever and it comes through them and they're they're a conduit for this this moment and um it's just it's a really um it's gentle in places it's whimsical it, and a, a lot of the music is almost unclassifiable i mean there's there there are elements of house there are elements of dub techno there are elements of techno but it's not straight down the line that's a techno banger that's a deep house whatever and so i love the 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 sort of the the, the fusion of different elements that have been that's that sort of um that he's sort of created that's then produced this i think it's like seven or eight tracks and they're, they're all just really like beautiful and really easy on the ear as well i think what i found I don't know if it's the lockdown effect, it probably is, but like a lot of the music that speaks to me at the moment is a lot sort of more easy on the ear. And um, I almost feel like a sense of like sadness when I hear like club bangers, because I'm like, when am I ever going to get to hear this right now? And it's like, it's horrible to admit it, but um, yeah, Fax has done a really, really good job. And, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a good guy. I've met him. Um, as I was saying to you before we started recording, like he's one of the, I think one of the last DJs that I saw play before everything kicked off. I saw him, he headlined uh, with Roche at um, 
OS community's Creature Comforts party down at Venue MOT in Bermondsey. And um, it was brilliant. It was He played such a good set. It like mixed and blended, like similar to this album, actually. It was a fusion of like, there was bits of dubstep and then he threw in some techno and then he had like Big Pimpin' by Jay-Z. It was like such a well-constructed, thoughtful set that really spoke to the crowds that he was playing to. And I think um, he is one of those artists, DJs, producers, whatever you want to label him as, who who can do that, who can just bring together these sort of different elements that are all kind of like interrelated and and just present them to you and it all makes sense. And that's that's what this album does. And so, um, yeah, I, I re- I've really enjoyed it, even though I've only had it for a short time. It's It's out in April um so we've got still got a couple of months but um yeah it's it's a really good album and 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 also i'm not that much of an album person so um so again you know it's like it's spoken to me and and actually gripped me and uh yeah i'm gonna i'm sure i'm gonna have it on repeat all year Mm. well it must be good then if you're not much of an album person (laughs) (laughs) you've sold it to me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so crazy to hear about um going out it just seems like yeah really trying to like grasp onto recalling that properly like in depth it's mm. crazy i i interviewed someone uh an, an, an artist in japan earlier and um and she was like yeah you know we have a we have i don't know what they call it there's so many different different versions of lockdown i think it was called a, a light lockdown or something so they're allowed to have daytime events so she was like yeah you know and i'm happy to do that and i can't remember what she said exactly but i was just like it's almost got to the point where i kind of don't remember what it's like (laughs) like i have these memories but they're becoming more and more distant Mm -hmm. it's like trying to think about when you were at university or when you're at school and you can remember it but it's not as sharp and it's not you don't really feel like the I don't know it's like the, the the strength of the emotional experience as much because it's that f- much further away oh that's it's really depressing talking about this isn't it <laughs> <laughs> it is but that's why it's quite really nice uh, to hear sorry. about um, sorry to everyone listening <laughs> it's nice though to hear about um that you can still remember you know the flow of factors dj set it's just i don't know it's just made me really think i can't remember the last time that i went along with someone's dj set in real life it's crazy oh wow yeah no that it was a really good set and then rosh played an equally um sort of diverse and eclectic set and yeah i I love listening to djs that can do that like one man is a prime example of that too you know he just like brings so many different bits together and and they just all make sense and it's like that's such a masterful thing to do you know like it's there's one thing like threading together a load of like banging techno that's also very masterful in its own way but like i i have a a really huge respect for people that can just go here's a bit of dubstep now here's some r&b and you go in my head that wouldn't have made sense but you made it make sense for me mm-hmm. ag kind of comes to my mind as a dj that mm. does that for me Sure, that stuff really suits me as well because I have quite a short attention span. So, like, <laughs> that means I can kind of get a little bit of everything about, like, being like, okay, 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 what's the next thing? It's quite nice to kind of be kept on your toes in that way. Yeah, for sure.
Factors album Blush is coming out soon. We'll look out for that. Um, I wanted to bring something as well, even though, you know, I'm not a real journalist. Yes, you are. To... You need to have more faith in yourself. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I do. Yeah, you do the talking. You do the talking. Yeah, she, do does, the she does a much harder job. We're just behind our like computers squirreling yeah, away, yeah. not talking to anyone. You're actually having to like use your voice. <laughs> Yeah, you're one of those talky journalists. Yeah, I am. It's so different. Like, I don't know. I'm so fine with asking questions. And also on radio, I'm so fine with, um, you know, playing someone a song and being like, here it is. But when it comes to the the tiny bits of time where I have to like write a script for myself or something, I'm just, it takes me so long. I don't know how you guys do it. Um, I don't know how but... I do it. But somehow, <laughs> somehow the job always gets done. So... I'm not questioning it too much. Yes, I hear that. (laughs) (laughs) And so the piece of music that I wanted to share with you guys and that I've been loving so far this year comes from an artist called Laughing Ears who came to my attention just over a year ago. Um, I think she released on Decisions, which is an amazing label. And yes, I've been following her since then, but this is her new release, I don't know if it's an album or it's said EP, I think, but there's 10 songs in there. And I think that's a lot for an EP, Mm. personally. Um, But it's called Blood and it is going to be coming out tomorrow when you listen to this, February 26th. And it is for the label Infinite Machine. They're based in Mexico. She lives in Shanghai. And this record is, I love that it takes like a kind of, an old legend, um, which is the tale of Fenrir, which is basically like a giant wolf in Norse mythology, um, who spent much of his time and life bound to um, a rock chained in captivity. So this album kind of um, confronts like family ties and this kind of melancholic beauty that... um, is quite dark as well and like what you were saying Marcus in these lockdowns I've been drawn to you know not fully ambient stuff but music that there's enough happening for me to be transported somewhere else um but not get too overwhelmed or overstimulated (laughs) um and I just found that throughout this release there was these kind of anchoring drums um which kind of kept me somewhere safe. But then lots of other like really beautiful, delicate, intricate textures um, layered on the top. Um, so that's what I wanted to share with you. Um, my favourite songs in particular were the songs that I've been playing on my NTS show, which are Flickering Shadows and Warm as a Lizard. So they just got all lo- lovely names and it's just <laughs> really, um, it just really captivated me. Um, so yeah, Big Up Laughing Ears. For sure. I mean, I love decisions. And also I think Infinite Machines are a label that kind of captures both mine and Marcus's attention because they kind of orbit both the techno and the kind of clubbier realms. Mm. So they've kind of got a nice positioning there.
Okay, next I'll be asking you about what you're buzzing about for this year. So this could be an artist that you think is kind of gearing up for a breakthrough year or a collective that you're intrigued by or a new format or a platform that's caught your attention. Um, I'm going to go first to get my guy out of the way. Um, (laughs) And I'm going to bring you guys EHFM which is a new community radio station for Edinburgh. Um, In general, community radio in Edinburgh seems to be like super interesting right now. There's three stations, I think, um, recently set up that are just, you know, starting a bit of a movement over there. Um, But for EHFM in particular, I feel like they've been putting in a lot of hard work and um, they just have a really strong year lined up. Um, I'd seen them online, like on Instagram, various hosts posting and I thought I really like must check this out because I'm probably going to like it Um, and when I actually did I was so delighted like they already have a collection of just really striking shows that are beautifully assembled with like a real consideration of audio production which is obviously kind of my thing (laughs) Um, and some of the shows that I would really liked um, there was something called lessons in cartography which comes on once a month and it is these kind of curated soundscapes mapping out free music um the geography of the african continent and that's hosted by gv8 uh what else have i been listening to on there um a show called real life distraction was really good highly important that's a show which is all about um creating space for queer women in like bass driven genres mm. um i listened to a set from dj awkward black girl which was banging as well uh and the show moon music which is all about combining ambient music and like astrology inspired self-care and self-awareness practices um, <laughs> so good just like uh, just such a nice range and um yeah, I think they're actually looking for DJs now if that's your part of the world and you have an idea to take to EHFM. Um, so yeah, that's what I wanted to share with you guys. Also, massive shouts out to Zevro, one of their DJs who was the person that was like, okay, I've seen this online a lot of times. I need to go and check that out. So um, yeah, tune in, EHFM, Edinburgh. It sounds so good. Love a new radio station. Sounds like they've got a, like an amazing cast of people that have incredible imaginations mm. and creativity. Mm. Yeah, that's the journalist way of saying it, <laughs> rather than my voice. Just as, oh, it sounds good. <laughs> it's just so nice. I've just definitely been looking to radio even more than I did previously, just to like keep me company these days. So mm. I'm just excited for them. Marcus, would you share with us your selection of something that you're really excited about for this year? Yeah, actually, it neatly um, connects to what I was talking about before with Factor because um, I'm really excited about the OS community guys. Um, they came onto my radar via Roche last year, actually. Um, I think Roche had been booked by them and went down. I keep on saying down to South London like I'm up north somewhere. <laughs> 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 and I'm from South London, so I, sh- I don't know. I don't know how I should say it. But anyway, down in South London, <laughs> um, Roche went down and he um, met the guys, uh, found out a lot about them. And sort of I was chatting to him and he was like, look, these these guys are doing some really interesting stuff down in, in South East London. And they're, they're, um, they're working class. Um, 
Lewis is Colombian. Joe is like um, Nigerian. So they're from like immigrant backgrounds um, and they've got a really community focused ethos, hence their name, OS Community. And um, so I went down to their party um, when Rosh was playing again with Factor and had such a brilliant time. It really kind of like reminded me um, why why I why I'm into this this culture you know like the the crowd was really diverse the music was just really on point and the guys were really cool and I, I interviewed them afterwards and um, and I've actually interviewed them subsequently for the same piece and I just found them to be um, very uh, they're, they're very like mature guys in their own way and they're very worldly and they've got this this idea of using electronic music to benefit people from similar backgrounds to them which besides like the odds like superstar dj sort of like doing a mini tour of some colleges or you know like i just don't hear very much about this kind of work being done and i think it's really essential and i think it's it's um actually a very sort of overlooked power of of our of our industry and our culture is to is to 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 give back in this way and to inspire and to show kids from you know backgrounds disadvantaged backgrounds that there is something more for them because you know one of the things that they said and I I hear this a lot because I'm from the same kind of background for a lot of like especially young black men their only route out of where they are is rapping or football and it doesn't have to be like that there are lots of other options and what joe and lewis are trying to show is that there are other options and and look at us and we come from the same part of the world as you and we're doing this and we're getting books to play all over the world and we're putting on parties and there's this culture that's not only rooted in inclusivity but it's also rooted in all these different principles that are you know, beneficial to, to everybody, no matter what your background. But if you come from a background where you don't value yourself or you don't feel valued, then there's, there's a home for you and you don't, you can be anybody that you want to be. You don't have to be Marcus from like Southeast London who has to be masculine and has to be hard and has to be tough. You can go to a rave and you can just bounce around and be silly and you're accepted and you know like that's what a beautiful thing that is and i think it's really amazing that um they've set this thing up they set up that set up this collective they've got a website now where they're trying to support other artists you know whether they're from the lgbtq community or you know any other sort of like you know so-called um well over, just overlooked communities and they're just trying to like create i guess a global network through 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 their work and um yeah, I'm really excited to see what they come up with. Their, their website, I think, is has just launched or is just about to launch. So I'll be interested to see what happens with that because, you know, the the, the drive and the inspiration behind it is 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 totally what I'm about. So, um, so yeah, that's, 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 that's my pick. I also wanted to shout out um, Shall Not Fade because I think it's just a wicked label and they've, they've got loads of great stuff that's dropped in my inbox recently that I think is going to really, like, propel them onto the next level. Mm, yeah, they're super consistent as a label. They're always sharing music. Um, that sounds so cool. I had seen OS Community online a bit, but it's 
so nice to hear about them a bit more in depth and sounds like they're doing something really really special so definitely wishing them all the best have you got anything similar to that in Brighton Jasmine um I mean luckily Brighton's quite like I say an innovative place I've only been here for a year so I'm not like totally clued up considering most of the time I've been spent locked down but there's definitely a few things kind of you know it's just a groups of friends who have similar kind of motivations and similar things they want to be doing coming together and then doing that together I think it makes something way more powerful but um yeah I'm trying to think off the top of my head nothing springs to mind but I'm sure there's multiple things kind of doing similar sorts of stuff for sure mm-hmm. um well Jasmine would you share with us your selection sure so I well I wanted to preface this by saying there was so much I could have picked like this was a really really difficult decision like there's loads of exciting stuff coming out this year and I mean a lot of it's embargoes still which stopped me from rambling on for like hours and hours um but I kind of wanted to say that back row G has wormed his way into my head Boom. like fully wormed his way into my head um we're kind of in a lucky position as journalists so we get to speak to a lot of people that we find cool or maybe don't know too much about or just general people kind of popping off in different kind of areas of the I was about to say scene, I hate the word scene, but different areas of like music, I guess. Um, so I caught up with him a couple of weeks ago and he's just like exactly like his music, like completely full of energy, just like bouncing around the room, just like entertaining. And it was just like, it was nice to see that connection between someone as a person and as artist, because it means he's really being his like true authentic self in his music. Um, but I should probably, a bit of detail, he's like a young, he's from East London, but he's kind of lived all around the city. So I wouldn't necessarily call him an East London rapper. Um, but like moving between like drill and grime and whatever he kind of thinks works best for that moment in time or whatever mood he's trying to express. He doesn't like to kind of be pigeonholed too much to one thing, which I think is quite common, actually. I'm seeing that quite a lot at the moment, but that's like for another day. Um, yeah, and he's got a big project coming out this year. He's kind of dropped a few bits in the last year, lots of collabs. You might have seen him on stuff like My Family or the Party Popper remix of Pasalu, mm-hmm. um, who he calls his brother, which is really sweet. Um, but yeah, he's just exciting. And I feel like that's what we need. People who are genuinely just doing quite innovative stuff without trying to do innovative stuff, just but them being themselves is like what makes it exciting. Um, and yeah, it just fully gripped my attention, which I mean, it happens sometimes, but it doesn't happen all the time. So it's nice when that does happen. What kind of producers has he been working with? Do you know? Off the top of my head, not loads. He's kind of got quite a select group of people. I think he has quite a specific vision for how he wants his sound to be. And I think he's got quite a select group of people who he knows can then interpretate that in like beat form. But like the way he uses his voice as well is kind of almost instrumental. Like, I don't want to say a line from, like, the piece I'm writing because it just sounds like I'm just ripping myself off. But, like, he, like, puts his bars into the bass line, like, completely subconsciously and completely naturally. Like, it flows, like, it's all one and the same. And it's just, yeah, it's really cool. I really, um, I really admire artists that are able to innovate without even thinking about it. And um, exactly that. And that really struck me when you said that, because there's and through no fault of their own, but there are a lot of people out there that are trying. And sometimes you can feel that they're trying and it doesn't feel that authentic. But when you've got someone that's just like literally they were born like this and they're just doing what they were almost meant to do. Mm -hmm. It really resonates with me because you can just you can just feel it and see it. And it's and it's it's really impressive because, you know, a lot of us go through life 
um, wearing a lot of different masks and playing a, a lot of different roles because we maybe don't have the self-confidence to do so. But when someone's just like, boom, this is me. And actually, look at me. I'm so I'm super original without even being arrogant about it. I just find that like a very attractive quality in, a, in an artist and in a person, actually, in general. Mm. He's had some serious features, I think. And yeah, and I mean, I don't, I can't really say some of the ones that are going to be on the mixtape that he's got dropping. Sorry, I know, yeah, like, you know, that typical <laughs> journalist thing. But um, let's just say, I mean, there's a clip going around on socials that's, I guess, in the public domain already of him and Burner Boy in the studio and everyone just went crazy for it, rightfully so. It was, from what you could tell from that, like, however many seconds it was, like 15, 20 seconds, it was like an absolute banger. So I think it should be a really, really exciting release when it drops. Mm. well wishing back row g all the best hope that he has a massive <laughs> year um well thank you guys um thanks so much for sharing your kind of 2021 tips it's been really cool to hear about so thank you um and thanks everyone for listening if you would like to hear more of these or more of these sort of show and tells that we've been doing and um, then please do let us know you can leave us a review on apple podcasts which is very helpful because it helps get our stories to more ears and um, thanks for listening and take care yo look it alive in the flesh tell a man say it's just a restraint the wolf is everywhere tell a man be prepared be fair because the mook to get in dash everywhere you understand i i i life is rough i woke up said enough is enough i Cause enough is enough I, My family, my gender, my what, my pity Enough is enough I, Look at the things that we done oh, Enough is enough oh, Life was rough was. I woke up said enough is enough I, Cause enough is enough oh, My family, my gender, my what, my pity Enough is enough oh, Look at the things that we done oh, Enough is enough Gotta know nothing about sad times We had a machine with only two bells Still go write some help Sad now I said him help Man, I must prevail. We must. Man, I must prevail. I, I be cool for what's a devil. I fuck it up. I, grr, grr, ma, ma, let man, let man have it. Ah, dog ain't fucking it, magic. Nah, dog ain't got AA magic. Ah, see this thing ain't jamming. Nah, see this thing ain't jamming. Ah, grr, that's the same evil man. Life is rough. I woke up, said enough is enough. I, grr, ma, 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 cause enough is enough. I. My family, my gender, my what, my pity, enough is enough. Ah, look at the things that we done. Ah, enough is enough. Ah, life was rough. It was. I woke up, said enough is enough. Ah, because enough is enough. Ah, my family, my gender, my what, my pity, enough is enough. Ah, look at the things that we done. Ah, enough is enough.